This is the Black and Blue Report presented by ABC Insurance Agencies, a better choice for insurance. Now from Studio B or wherever the Saints or Pelicans might be, here's Sean Kelly. Hey everybody, welcome back into another edition of the Black and Blue Report, the podcast for Saints and Pelicans fans. Greetings on this Thursday uh, as we come to you from our Studio B on Airline Drive at the headquarters of the Saints and Pelicans. We kind of have a little break in the action this morning, to tell you the truth, as the Saints will have a bit of a walkthrough later today, but we're now finally out of training camp mode. Uh, the practice is no longer open to the public or the media, and uh, we're just kind of on the brink of that third and very important preseason game tomorrow night against the Pittsburgh Steelers. So there's just a little bit of calm, it seems like, here this morning around Studio B. That doesn't mean we don't have a good show for you. We've got Stan Verrett from ESPN today. Stan, of course, is a New Orleanian through and through. St. Aug product. Uh, spent time working in this market as well at WDSU. And now we all know him as a, one of the anchors alongside Neil Everett on the Sports Center Los Angeles uh, production. Uh, a, a huge move for ESPN uh, that's been, I think, most successful because of the chemistry between Stanford, Stan and uh, and Neil. So it's it's one of those deals where uh, we uh, today will have a conversation with a guy that uh, not only can give us some national perspective on um, the Saints primarily, but in sports, uh, what it's meant to him in his career to come from this background, but also to share in a collective experience that we all have right up even to this moment with the flooding across Louisiana and uh, and still the pride of, of being a New Orleanian even when you can't be in New Orleans. So it's going to be a fantastic visit with him today. It is our sole focus today, as a, as a matter of fact, kind of a showcase interview. And we hope that you'll enjoy it. Tomorrow we'll have some guest hosts in the studio. And uh, also we'll have a special visit with Saints and Pelicans President Dennis Lausha tomorrow. We want to talk about that first night back in the Mercedes-Benz Superdome. And we've got to talk to Dennis about All-Star coming to New Orleans. Uh, I know it seems probably a little bit down the road in February, but in the grand scheme of things, it's literally right around the corner. So he'll give us some insight as to how it all finally came to be and now what has to happen in order to pull it off and and make it a third great NBA All-Star weekend for our city. On the basketball side as well, Looks like we're going to talk to head coach Alvin Gentry next week, so keep your keep your ears open and your eyes open for that here on the Black and Blue Report podcast. So without further ado, we'll take a break. When we come back, we'll welcome in ESPN's Stan Verrett for the first time here on the Black and Blue Report. The Pelican schedule has just been released and 12 game plans are now on sale. Join us this Saturday, August 27th at the Smoothie King Center to select your seat to see NBA All-Star Anthony Davis and your Pelicans take on the biggest names in the NBA, including LeBron James, Steph Curry, and more. Pick up a 12 game ticket package and take in a couple Pelicans games a month for as low as $17 per game. Visit pelicans.com or call 525-HOOP for more info and score your seats today. 
When it's blazing this summer, don't sweat it. Hydrate naturally with Smoothie King's new summer hydration smoothies. Four refreshing flavors specifically blended to help you beat the heat and stay in the game. Made with coconut water, fresh frozen fruits, and vitamin C, they hydrate better than water and have less sodium and more potassium than leading sports drinks. Try all four hydration smoothie flavors. Watermelon, passion fruit peach, strawberry mango, and watermelon extreme. Only at Smoothie King. Smoothies with a purpose. Gatorade, for athletes who move the game forward, we're creating the fuel to do the same. Innovating beyond hydration to create the future of sports fuel. Fueling today, fueling the future. We all know Saints fans are humble, hardworking, likable, and the most devoted fans in the league. All of that takes energy. The energy you get from a warm bowl of Campbell's Chunky Soup. Its meaty goodness fuels the greatness of Saints fans everywhere. Try the delicious chunky chicken and sausage gumbo. Just visit your local supermarket and ask for Campbell's Chunky Soup, the hearty way to fuel your game, and the official soup of the New Orleans Saints. Don't want to miss out on any of the action? Get connected with your New Orleans Pelicans 24-7, 365. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter for exclusive prizes and giveaways. Plus, get texts with all the latest breaking news right on your phone with Pelican Mobile Alerts. Visit pelicans.com for information on these great features. Plus, sign up for Pelicans Insider with weekly updates from the Pelicans. Join the conversation today. What's up, Black and Gold fans? This is Anthony Mackie, Seven Wars Soldier, Drew Brees Disciple. You are listening to the Black and Blue Report. Well, from time to time here on the Black and Blue Report podcast, we are we are blessed to have some some great Saints fans stop by. Some more, I guess, notable than others. Today, a notable Saints fan is stops by for the first time. You, of course, know him from ESPN and Sports Center Los Angeles, New Orleans' own Stan Verrett is our guest here for the first time and is on the as we get ready for the start of Saints season. Why not? He's one of the biggest Saints fans we know. And Stan, first of all, great to make your acquaintance and good morning to you. Good to be on with you, Sean. We miss you back here home. I know you get back from time to time, but the pride of St. Aug has to uh, has to still be on the minds of a lot of folks around here, especially one that worked in the public eye in New Orleans as well. Yeah, man, it's uh, it's always great to be home. Um, I love my gumbo, love my Saints, uh, and so it's always good to be there. Um, I I use I make most of the home games. Uh, I, I miss one or two a season, but. I'm still there uh, up in the club section on the 50-yard line. So, you know, I'm there as a fan. I don't I don't get a media credential or anything like that. I just like coming to the Dome and uh, being a fan on Sundays. First of all, how do you do that? I mean, after so many years covering sports, even I myself find it hard to be a fan sometimes, and you get to do it, you know, each of those home weekends. Yeah, well, you know, it was funny because when I, when I worked in New Orleans, I worked at WDSU from 98 to 2000. It was uh, it, it, it was very hard to, to to cover the Saints and kind of remain objective. I mean, you know, we all we all root for the Saints. I think most of the people in local media uh, root for the Saints, but you have to still be objective in your coverage. You have to be, you know, critical when you need to be, um, because you know you have to you have to you have to report the truth objectively. Um, but sort of being being far away from it, not covering the team on a daily basis, um, you know, it allows you to be little bit more of a fan like you know i tell people all the time we're all from somewhere and we all 
got to this job because we're sports fans. And so, you know, we have an allegiance and a loyalty to our teams, and that that's just the reality of it. So, you know, we, we have a lot of leeway in terms of um, um, our our producers and, and executives at ESPN. They want, us, they want us to be ourselves, you know, and I think fans get it that we're from somewhere and we have teams that we root for, and, and I think it helps – it helps foster the relationship between um, the, the 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 sports that we cover and 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 the fans who watch ESPN. Without a doubt, and Stan, when did you start to feel comfortable to where even on Sports Center you could kind of make it known that hey, you know, hey, I lean toward I lean I lean toward the black and gold. I'm not going to be ashamed of that. Uh, you know, it's it's kind of always been there, but uh, since we got to LA and and. Uh, I've been working with Neil. We have a we have a whole lot more a whole lot more leeway because we've we've created you know relationship with the viewers. We've been doing the show every night for seven years, so it's hard to be anything but yourself when you're on that much. Like who you are is going to come out. Like everybody knows Neil went to Oregon. Everybody knows he lived in Hawaii for years and has a big Hawaii influence and in, and in, in what he does. Whenever stuff from Hawaii pops up, he makes a comment about it. And the same thing with me and the Saints and LSU. I mean. Those are the teams I grew up rooting for. That those are the teams that made me excited about sports, and that's how I chose what I wanted to do for a living. It's such a comfortable feel with the two of you. Is that because of what you're speaking of, as as far as being yourselves more often than not? Um, yeah, I mean, look, look, Neil, Neil's not just my my coworker; he's my friend. I was over at his house on uh, on Saturday. He had some people over and. Uh, and we hung out. We get together from time to time away from work. But every night, you know, we sit in the newsroom. Our desks are right next to each other. So we, we're we there collaborating on the show and talking about stuff and watching stuff and, and just kind of hanging out all day. I spend more time with him than I spend with anybody else. Um, and so it, 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 it all started. We were doing rehearsals back in 2009, making sure the technical people – had everything they needed and that everything worked because this was the first first studio that produced a daily show outside of Bristol for ESPN. So, you know, there was, there was concern about everything working the way it was supposed to work. So we were doing rehearsals and uh, one day we were rehearsing the daytime. So one night we'd go out and uh, we'd just go to have dinner, just kind of spend some time getting to know each other better. And um, we ate dinner. And so we're at a Roy's, the, the Hawaiian chain. So Neil says, mm-hmm. hey, man, have you ever had longboard lager? And I said, no, I've never had it. It's Hawaiian beer. It's pretty good. So we start drinking longboard lager. We're just sitting there talking. Four hours later, Roy's is out of longboard lager. We had to switch to something else. But <laughs> that, that's the night the show was born. <laughs> did, you, did you then throw some Abita beer at him? Uh, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I've, I've turned him on to, uh, to a Purple Haze, which is, which is my favorite beer. Okay. Uh, the Abita Purple Haze. That's uh, that's another thing. I come home. I've actually found some places in, here in L.A. Where I, where I can get it as well. But when I come home, that, that that's that's always uh, one of the first things I'm, reach, I'm reaching for, too. Stan, why are New Orleans people so fiercely proud of being from this city? You carry that banner much like most do from this part of the country. Uh, I just think it's a it's a unique and special place. And, and the culture is is um is so much of of who we are and you know i didn't really realize it until i left and and lived other places that you know everybody doesn't have mardi gras 
you know. Everybody doesn't have um, food uh, that is that is unique to their to their place to the place where they grew up. And so, so I thought, you know, it, it was all I ever knew growing up. And so, when I moved to other places, and I realized, you know, our culture is so rich, our traditions are so strong that it, it's it, it's just a part of who you are. And then when you realize that you don't really get that anywhere else, then it, it, it makes you, it makes you yearn for home. It makes you uh, realize how special what, what you have really is. And, um, you know, it's, uh, it's, 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 it's a very unique place, a very special place. And, um, you know, no matter where I live physically from day to day, New Orleans will always be home. New Orleans own Stan Verrett here with us on the Black and Blue Report. Stan, when you sneak in for these, uh, and I don't, I don't want to say sneak in, when you come home <laughs> for these uh, Saints yeah. home games, are you able to lay low? Do people kind of leave you be as, as, as Stan the Saints fan, or is it still Stan Verrett from ESPN now? Well, you know, people, people sometimes want to take pictures or they want to stop and talk, you know, and, and, I, and I'm fine with that. I mean, that, that's, it's actually one of the parts of my job that I really love. I've met so many people who I may not have otherwise met uh, except for doing what I do for a living. Cause they come over and say hello. And, and um, you know, I get to talk to people and, and, and learn some more about them and what they do. And, and it, it, it's, it's a great part of the job for me because I, I can tend to be, you know, somewhat reserved, you know, as a person myself personally, but um, you know, if people engage me, then I'm, you know, I'm more than happy to talk to pictures. So that's cool. But you know, you know, New Orleans people. New Orleans people will basically leave you alone. I mean, nobody's going to harass you or bother you or anything like that. And I think they know I'm I'm just a fan like like everybody else. I mean, I'm there, you know, rooting them on, hoping hoping that they win the same way everybody else is in the dome. And, and it's not like it's it's something new for me. I mean, I've been I got my first season tickets when I was 12, and I was mm. so proud to put that sticker on our family car that says Saint Season Ticket Holder. It was like the greatest thing ever to me. And so I've been living and dying with the team ever since, you know, I was a kid. Um, and so, there, you know, it's nothing new for me. The Superdome's my natural habitat. <laughs> I love it. And the new sticker this year has got the 50th anniversary uh, logo on it. I'm seeing them on cars already everywhere, Stan. Yeah. Can't wait to get mine. Yes. Um, are you, you know, I've never, I've never worked in a town more so than New Orleans, where folks love to wear the home team's jersey. Um, it's almost mm-hmm. on a hockey level in some ways. Stan, if are you a Saints jersey wearer, or do you stay away from that? You know, I've never – it's interesting. It's funny you should ask me that. I've never actually had a Saints player jersey. I got a gift of uh, a Saints jersey uh, with number one on it and my name, a, a custom jersey that hangs up in my office at work. Um but I took Neil to his first Saints game. Neil does a, a, a promotion with Nissan during the fall for the, for the Heisman House. Mm-hmm. And he was at an LSU game. And it was Saturday, so I said, hey, man, you should drive down to New Orleans. We'll go to the Saints game. So he came down Saturday night. I took him down to Frenchman Street. We hung out, had a great time, you know, went to a bunch of bars, heard some music, you know. And then uh, Sunday we went to the game, and then we went out to dinner afterwards. Uh, went to Nola, a dinner Saturday, uh, Sunday evening after the game. He had such a great time. He's like, "Hey, man, I, I had to get you a thank you gift," and he got me a Steve Gleason jersey. Now we're both, you know, big Gleason fans. Neil's from Spokane, just like Steve is, 
And, um, you know, I'm obviously a big fan because of everything he means to our city and, and, and to the team and, and his courageous fight with ALS. So, um, you know, he bears special meaning to both of us. So that's the only jersey I have. I have the white Gleason jersey that he wore the night of the, the, uh, the, the block punt. And I'm going to be wearing it uh, on the 10th anniversary game uh, this fall. Monday night football against the Falcons. It'll be outstanding, no doubt. Absolutely. Stan, what's your take on the Saints going into this season? I, I, I want to hear it because you're going to give me the objectiveness, I'm sure, of a journalist, but at the same time as a fan, too. Yeah, there, there, there are things I hope for, and there are realities that I, that I realize. Um, you know, like just about everybody else, I'm, I'm concerned about the offensive line. Um, you know, I was – Thinking back to the days of you know Knicks and and <laughs> and Jari Evans and and uh, and those guys and, and you know they, the offensive line's got some challenges and I, and I hope that they can that they can find some guys even whether it's the the current guys who are there to get them to to work better together and to and to perform better or if there are some some free agents who they can who they can bring in uh, guys who are cut from other teams or whatever but. You know that that's 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 going to be an issue, I think, because you know offensive lines, more so than any other unit, they they have to be able to work together as a unit. And um, you know, if there's a weak link there, you know, there are going to be issues because teams can exploit that weak link, and it's and it just the whole thing starts to break down. So that that's the unit that I'm that I'm most concerned about. Um, I'm I, I was I was a little shocked and and worried uh, about Keenan Lewis. Uh, getting released, but um, something about those young cornerbacks. I mean, I felt good about a lot of what I saw uh, in the game this past weekend. So, um, you know, P.J. Williams, I think, is is, is going to be a really good player. I mean, I, li- I like Delvin Bro a lot. Um, Swan's coming along. I mean, before he got hurt last year, I think he was doing some things. So, I, you know, I like the corners. I think um, I, I keep waiting for Brandon Coleman to, to, to do what we all believe he can do. Um, and I'm and, and I'm worried that it's a confidence thing for him, and and, and I just hope that he can he can. I uh, started to come along a little bit late in the season last year, but you know, I'm a little worried about what I've seen in the preseason. I don't know if they need to get him the ball early in the game to just kind of get him into a rhythm or a flow. But when you look at the physical tools that he has, and you think, okay, if 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 they can just get you know the big physical presence that that we that we had with Marcus Colston for years and years and years, then then you know maybe it'll it'll allow Cooks and Sneed to to do what they can do, you know because they're limited in size, you know. So um, I don't know I don't know I haven't seen enough of Michael Thomas yet to know really what he can do. I've heard good things about him in camp, but haven't seen it as much uh, you know on the field. Um, so so I, I just think you know the, the, the team in itself outside of you know Cam Jordan. Teron Armstead, Drew Brees, I mean, known entities, known quantities, you know, people who you know are going to perform at a very high level, uh, you know, and Brandon Cooks and Willie Sneed in, in that group to a lesser degree. I think um, there are a lot of things up in the air. I mean, there are a lot of things that can that can go right, and, and, and you'll see new guys emerge. Like, we didn't know about Willie Sneed before last season, you know. Um, so they need a lot of those guys. Um, to, to, to develop this season, a lot of those guys to, to, to perform 
um, at a level that they that they believe in. And Sheldon Rankins, you know, once he gets back healthy again, um, David Onyemata. I mean, he's he's a project, but but you know, you never know what's inside of some of these guys until they're actually out there, you know, in, in the stadium on Sunday afternoon in a situation where they have to produce, and that's when you start to find out who they are. My man, you're spot on. It's it's like you've been with us every step of the way. Well done. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, look, there's, two, there, there, there aren't a lot of things in life that I can speak very authoritatively on. <laughs> the Saints are one of them. <laughs> <laughs> there's no doubt about that. Uh, good stuff there. Hey, two things before I let you go, Stan, and I've enjoyed our visit very much. Number one, a big thank you uh, to you and your colleagues at ESPN. There are a lot of people hurting here uh, with the recent flooding, and I want to thank you and them for helping bring some national attention to that because uh, that it, the national help is sorely needed down here. That's the first thing. Um, and the second yeah. thing is a belated happy birthday to you. Oh, thank you very much. I really appreciate it. I'm going to the, to the bad news thing. My family, uh, my parents were retired in New Orleans when, when Katrina hit, and, you know, they are, you know, both of them, born and raised in New Orleans, you know, lifelong New Orleans. Uh, we never left when I was a kid. We never left for hurricanes. We would, my mom taught at Dillard. We would go over to Dillard in one of the sturdy buildings there. We'd just ride it out. you come back. And like a lot of people, you know, you replace the carpet, deal with the sheetrock if you need to deal with the sheetrock. And then, you know, you, you move on. So when Katrina hit, I called them. I said, hey, what are you guys going to do? And they're like, no, we're getting out of here. And that's when I knew, okay, this is, this is going to be something serious here. Um, they're leaving. So, so they left and they left with 10 days worth of clothes each. And they drove to my brother's house in Atlanta. And that's pretty much all we wound up with. You know, the, the house got filled. We were right near, uh, the levee by the lake, um, right off Hain Boulevard. And, you know, that whole, the whole neighborhood got flooded and there was water up to the rooftop. So, you know, I, I know what it's like, you know, to feel that loss. I know what it's like to, to see, <clears throat> excuse me, all your worldly possessions uh, just washed away, you know, in in, 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 a, in a day. Um, stuff you may have had, you know, your whole life. I mean, and so, you know, I feel for the people, uh, especially, you know, because it, it, it's home for me. I mean, I know, I know what it's like um, to have experienced it personally, and I have an affinity for the people from my home state. So it's, it's something that um, particularly – when we saw the student athletes from from LSU and, and Louisiana Lafayette, you know, taking time from not only you know their their seasons but their studies too, you know, to go out and, and, and help other people. I mean, uh, you know, our young people are subject to subject so much criticism. You know, they don't want to do anything, and you know, they're lazy and they're mindless. Or you know, to to see that was really was really cool, and I, and I thought you know it 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 deserved the recognition that it got. Well said. Well said, very much so. Stan, you always represent the Houdan Nation so much, uh, so very well, and and we here at the Saints can't thank you enough. I hope that you'll call on us if you need anything, and and I hope that the the Saints will deliver some some fun Sundays and a Monday night football uh, game as well for you. Yeah, here's the thing, you know, it's like um, I, I you know I like this kind of season. I love the 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 2011 season when there were a lot of expectations and and. Um, you know, we knew the team was going to be really good, and you know, the, though that team fell short, I mean, it, that was a fun ride. But you know, this will be a fun ride too. Watching, watching players grow and develop, and and uh, you know, I'm, I'm a big believer in Coach Payton. I think he does a great job, and 
And um, this will be a fun ride because we, we, we really don't know what to expect. I mean, we hope for the best, but we don't know what to expect. So it'll be fun to see the team develop. Yeah, and I think that's been my favorite part about training camp too. There's a lot of storylines and, and, and a lot of guys I think not only worth rooting for, Stan, but like you said, that may surprise us too. You mentioned those defensive backs earlier. Hey, look, um, how, how are you not a fan of guys like that who can maybe represent you in a way that no one could have expected? Yeah, I, I like I like Von Bell a lot too. I can't wait to see him him get out there. And then you know the other guys we've been waiting, you know we've been waiting for Jarris Bird, you know to be the Jarris Bird we saw in Buffalo. So you know when he's healthy, um, you know that 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 can make a huge difference. So it, I, I, you know it's going to be fun. I, I enjoy the ride of the NFL season. You know I've always been a fan. I just enjoy taking the ride with your team. You know wherever that goes. You know and I you know Absolutely. I was there the one in 15 year. And so, you know, can't be any worse than that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're probably right. Hey, Stan, uh, because, uh, because of, of our, our visit, the nature of it, let me let you have the last word. Is there anything that you want to say to saints fans or any of the folks back home before we have to end our conversation today? Um, to everybody who, you know, may be dealing with the, the flooding in Baton Rouge and putting their lives back together. Um, you know, I just wish them the best and hope that there's a speedy recovery to, to getting life back to normal. Um, and to the folks in New Orleans and other areas, um, remember how much folks in Baton Rouge helped us out when, when Katrina happened. If there's anything you can do, whether it's a, a family member, a friend, a relative, or, or, or even a stranger, you know, pitch in and, and help out because, you know, we're all in it together. And, you know, we, we I, I can't tell you how many friends and, and family members relocated with somebody in Baton Rouge or spent some time in Baton Rouge. And so it's our turn now to pitch in and help out. A perfect note to end it. This was certainly a pleasure for me, Stan. I look forward to maybe doing this again, if you don't mind. Hey, Sean, anytime. Anytime. Who that? You got it. Who that? There he goes. ESPN's Stan Verrett. Of course, New Orleans zone. That's for sure. We'll take a break. Be right back. Auctioner believes the best way to predict the future is to invent it. Here, our doctors and staff are changing lives day after day. Every week, I'm operating on babies who are days old with hearts smaller than walnuts. We're giving these kids a life they wouldn't otherwise have, a chance to grow up. Sometimes, cancer patients come who were told they were out of options. But Auctioner has the most clinical trials in the state. It's amazing to be able to give second chances. We're always a step ahead, even with simple things, like getting you in to see a doctor today versus a week from now, so what you have doesn't become something bigger. It makes a difference. Every day, Auctioner is creating a better future by looking forward and thinking differently to find life-changing solutions. That's healthcare with peace of mind. Appointments are available today. Call 866-AUCTIONER or visit auctioner.org. We all know Saints fans are humble, hardworking, likable, and the most devoted fans in the league. All of that takes energy. The energy you get from a warm bowl of Campbell's Chunky Soup. Its meaty goodness fuels the greatness of Saints fans everywhere. Try the delicious Chunky Chicken and Sausage Gumbo. Just visit your local Winn-Dixie and ask for Campbell's Chunky Soup. The hearty way to fuel your game. And the official soup of the New Orleans Saints. 
Gatorade, for athletes who move the game forward, we're creating the fuel to do the same. Innovating beyond hydration to create the future of sports fuel. Fueling today, fueling the future. When it's blazing this summer, don't sweat it. Hydrate naturally with Smoothie King's new summer hydration smoothies. Four refreshing flavors specifically blended to help you beat the heat and stay in the game. Made with coconut water, fresh frozen fruits, and vitamin C, they hydrate better than water and have less sodium and more potassium than leading sports drinks. Try all four hydration smoothie flavors. Watermelon, passion fruit peach, strawberry mango, and watermelon extreme. Only at Smoothie King. Smoothies with a purpose. Welcome back to the Black and Blue Report, the podcast for Saints and Pelicans fans. Well, we'll look forward to having Stan Verrett back in the Mercedes-Benz Superdome. I guess it'll be, what, opening weekend. Uh, that would be September 11th when the Saints welcome in the Oakland Raiders. Stan, thanks again, and safe travels, of course, to you uh, going back and forth between Saints games and work in Los Angeles this coming football season. Don't forget Saints and Pelicans president Dennis Lausha on tomorrow's Black and Blue Report. Uh, we'll also be getting you ready for game day, for the first game day at the Mercedes-Benz Superdome tomorrow night. And uh, for those of you going to the game, I hope that you enjoy the new renovations. Uh, Dennis will be talking about those on tomorrow's show, but the 333-foot-long scoreboards on each end of the building, I think probably a lot of you got a chance to see them uh, featured throughout the local media and on uh, New101Saints.com uh, yesterday, last evening specifically. So with that, we'll say uh, goodbye on this Thursday. We we'll look forward to seeing you tomorrow. And until next time, be safe, everyone. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Black and Blue Report, presented by ABC Insurance Agencies, a better choice for insurance. If all goes well, we'll be back tomorrow. Tune in each weekday at noon central or at your convenience exclusively online at pelicans.com and neworleansaints.com. Follow your teams direct from the source. The Black and Blue Report.